Hello, Scream Demons, and welcome to the Screams from the Basement podcast with Sam and Casey. This is a bi-weekly horror podcast in which two horror fans discuss all things horror, including news, recent watches, horror collectibles, and more. Hey, I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm Casey. And I'm Sam. And, and let's, let's get, get screaming. screaming. Hey, that was on, on that was, point this time. That, that was, was pretty one. decent. That yeah. was pretty good. I'm feeling pretty <laughs> good about that one. I'm feeling pretty good about this episode, Sam. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm very excited for this. We are talking, if you're seeing the title of this episode, we're talking about the two best of the Midwest, Supercon, Halloween, Palooza, both coming up very, very soon. We're talking about two of the best uh, conventions, in our opinion. I mean... It's 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 our opinion, but we think they're too. <laughs> we're a little biased too, but <laughs> yeah, we're biased to both of these. But uh, hey, this is our show, and it's it's. I mean, it's our opinion, man. Yep. But Sam, we're not alone. We're not alone. We're not alone this time. We are joined by special guest, first time on the show, AJ Chambers. Welcome to the show. Hello. AJ is a uh, filmmaker from the Omaha area. I met AJ this past uh, April, I think. I don't remember. At uh, the Nebraska convention that I'm drawing about. Grand Island? Grand Falls. Yeah, Grand, Grand, Grand Island. Grand Comic Con. Grand yeah. Comic Con in uh, yeah. Grand Island, Nebraska. Yep. Yes. Nice. So we met there. We uh, I immediately saw some uh, Toxic Avenger stuff at your table, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> these these are my people here amongst amongst anime fans. Uh, how how the heck are you? I'm doing pretty good. Let's talk first about you. I'm, okay. We're gonna put you on the spot right away. Who yep. who 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 are you? What's your origin story? What's your falling into like a vat of acid and becoming <laughs> a uh, tutu wearing uh, toxic avenger? Uh well, I guess I. Decided to start making films. I've always been interested in, like, you know, low budget, cheesy horror movies. But, uh, and then I was always like, oh, if I had the time and money, I'd make movies. But then one day I watched, uh, what was it? Uh, Troll 2. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? I don't need time or money. <laughs> they obviously <laughs> did this over the weekend with no money. Actually, they had a big budget, but that was, you know, film. So, uh, but yeah, I just, decided to start making movies and i got into it pretty quick uh once people found out that i was doing it everybody wanted to be involved and <laughs> my shorts i was going to make shorts and it turned into a feature length uh after school lunch special that was a, a bunch of little short stories so. very nice yeah the... so kind of like an anthology type yeah, of yeah sitch? definitely That's an cool. anthology yeah nice yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say it right here. I'm a. I'm a bad. I'm a bad host. I haven't watched your feature films yet. I need to. I need Don't to get on that. Are they on Troma? <laughs> on the Troma now? They. Are, everything's on Troma now, God, except I, I, for I, the I one that's that playing at your film festival. <laughs> okay, that's nice. the only one. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna need to hop on to uh, Troma now. Like, I, I think that's like the the one streaming service s- streaming serv- uh, service that's kind of eluding me in terms of horror right now it's uh yeah it's cheap <laughs> the first <laughs> month is free <laughs> i would not expect anything less from lloyd coffin that his streaming service is cheap oh yeah uh so the reason we brought you on though we're going to talk about your film a little bit uh attack of the 50 foot sphincter from space because it is playing at both supercon and halloween palooza uh i think both both i can i'm, I'm speaking for 
uh, Jason and Mike over at Halloween Palooza, but I'm I'm sure they're also very very excited to uh, <laughs> have your film play. Uh, yeah. We talked before the show that your your film's actually going to be closing out our first night of the film festival Friday. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the movie concept. Where where the hell did the concept <laughs> of a of a butthole from space come from? Okay, so I guess I kind of it was inspired by both Ed Wood and john waters mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I, I was watching uh plan nine and i was like yeah i want to make a, a cheesy 50s sci-fi horror and then i watched uh pink flamingos and i was like <laughs> look at that guy's butthole <laughs> <laughs> it kind of worked out <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's rad dude that's rad. I, I I think the the way I described your movie when Casey and I first uh first watched it was I was like, it's it's kinda like if Lloyd Kaufman had went back in time and made like the 58 blob. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. it's it's great. Like I love it. It it messes it messes uh two of my favorite uh vibes together, that like schlocky, like B movie straight to video horror and the, yeah. the like sci-fi drive-in horror of the fifties. I love it, man. It's yeah. great. I think I didn't expect this, but I think the the innocence of the the fifties sci-fi kind of took over. You know, you don't even <laughs> notice it's a butthole after all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's I mean that's what makes the joke of the entire short so funny is that you're yeah. sitting there and you're like. This is like a really fun throwback 50 sci-fi movie. And then anytime there's, you know, the butthole comes on screen, it's like, oh my God, yeah, there is a, a giant floating butthole. That's these people. Shooting lasers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're super pumped. It's going to be closing out our first night. I, Immediately when we when we watched the film and we're like trying to put our schedule together, we're like, this has to this is it. This is the closer. You can't start with this movie. This is the this is the ending one. You gotta end the night on this. And we're very excited to have it. Uh Sam, I'm gonna we have again, we talked before the show. If we have questions, we're gonna just say them on the show. I didn't talk to you about yeah. this. Can I okay. show off your poster? For the film oh, festival, yeah, absolutely. I know absolutely. we're kind of jumping the gun to Supercon, but I want to show it off here because uh, there's something really cool. I should have grabbed the actual digital file, but I have the actual physical poster here. So it's this the Supercon Film Festival horror comedy drama. We have you know the Chainsaw from Texas Chainsaw, Bowling Ball from uh, Sorority Babes, and the Slime Ball Bolorama too. We'll talk about both of those later. So the the film festival is going to feature horror comedy and drama. And space butts. Nice. <laughs> so these these posters are incredible, Sam. I love these so <laughs> Thanks, much. Thanks, man. I hope everybody else loves them too. Uh, as soon as you showed me the poster, like this is like hardly modified from what you first showed me, and I'm like, this is the funniest thing ever because it <laughs> perfectly sums up what the hell we're doing at Supercon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does. It just uh, it was uh, it was a neat little package and. I mean, we've talked about this on air before. We uh, we we were originally going to screen a Pokemon movie, mm-hmm. um, and I was halfway through designing a poster that also incorporated like Pokemon iconography, mm-hmm. and 
then we lost the rights to it. And I was like, oh God, I have to start this post. Like it was like, it wasn't like, oh, I can just take out the Pokemon iconography. It was, I have to start this over. <laughs> so I was like, we're going to do something back to basics, something like, I don't know, <laughs> EC comics, but in my style. <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad you like it, man. I'm glad you like it. It was a labor of love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfectly sums up what the hell we're doing. Sam, what the <laughs> hell are we doing on this show? What's the, what, what's our first uh, segment that we usually do here? Well, you know what? Sometimes we do it. Sometimes we don't, but this, this, uh, these past few weeks have actually had quite a bit of screaming mad news that we wanted to check out. So let's throw it to screaming mad news. All right. Well, the first thing in Screaming Mad News, I'm going to throw up a little graphic here. We're talking Sorry, about... do we not have a Screaming Mad News graphic? No, we don't. <laughs> oh, I thought we did. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't made a little uh, fun little musical cue yet. Okay, never mind then. That I gotta find like an. Pause. I gotta find an interview <laughs> with Screaming Mad George and just have him like somehow intro this. Yes, absolutely. You think Screaming Mad George is on Cameo? I think he'll do a Cameo. Oh my God, we should look. We should check it out. <laughs> I can tell you right now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I'm going to I'm gonna let you take this one on. Uh, yeah. We're talking about the Dark Harvest trailer. This is a big, big thing for you, especially. Uh, oh, this is God, a, yeah. a favorite novel of yours. What did you think of Dark the Dark Harvest trailer? So I, I, I've been so excited for this movie. It's been on the shelf. I love the book. And I, I'm, I'm very excited for the movie, but I also went into the trailer with a little bit of trepidation just because I love the book so much. Mm -hmm. I was like, ah, is this going to live up to my expectation? The trailer perfectly captures the tone of what I was hoping for in this movie. Um, it does look low budget. I don't mind that. I think that's pretty dope. Um, if it looked too slick, it was going to ruin it a little bit anyways. I didn't want like a Platinum Dunes Michael Bay kind of bullshit going on with this so uh yeah i uh i love this trailer i like that they uh do not um reveal the monster in it at least like fully mm -hmm. uh you only get glimpses uh i appreciate trailers that hold back um i hope that that's just because they know that their scarecrow killer is a selling point and not because the effects are really shoddy. Yeah. I hope it's I hope it's that. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm really excited for this movie. And uh, you know what? If I watch it and it doesn't live up to expectations, I always have the book. I'm not one of those people that's going to like get on Twitter and tell David Slade he sucks or anything. Because um, he made 30 Days of Night, so I could never tell David Slade he sucked anyways. Uh, yeah. he, made the best, he made the best Twilight movie, too. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I thought the Dark Harvest trailer ruled. I cannot wait. That'll be like a, I mean, we'll we'll be at Halloween of Palooza the day that it uh, comes out. But when we get back from Halloween of Palooza, that's one hundred percent like going on my digital library for sure. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm a I'm a newbie to to Dark Harvest. I have never read the the book. Uh, I watched the trailer. I thought it looked I thought it looked okay. I don't know if it really sold me. If I didn't already like have you to be like, this is incredible. Like the book is incredible. The source material is great. And I've always heard uh, great things about the, is it what's, what's the pumpkin character called? Uh, Sawtooth Jack. Yeah. 
And I've yeah. always heard great things about that. So I'm, I mean, I'm excited to, to watch it because uh, I do love David Slade. And I mean, the unfortunate thing, like, why does everything come out on October 13th this year? Like, <laughs> it's like every studio and TV network was like, oh my God, there's an October third. There's a Friday the 13th in October this year. Like we all have to put out our TV show or movie on that day. I'm pretty sure even Netflix is doing it with the Flanagan with yep. the Flanagan series. And I'm like, why <laughs> don't give it all to me in one weekend, like spread it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Give me a spooky month, not a spooky three days. How else are we going to watch Taylor Swift in the movie theater? Of all these other <laughs> I was just gonna say that's, It's going to dwarf everything else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. That's why all the street, the streamings for like the, they're, they're releasing all the streaming movies on October 13th for the grumpy people like us who are like, Meh, Taylor Swift, I'm staying home. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm okay with it, but, I, well, I'm going to be out of town anyways. I won't be watching anything that's not programmed at Halloween of Palooza that yeah. weekend anyways. So, I was just talking to the guy who runs the Quasar Drive-In, and they're making him play that movie. The Taylor Swift one? The whole, all of October. (laughs) If he wants it at all, it has to be every time he turns his screen on in October. Oh (laughs) my God. That's awful. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. That's awful, but yet they're going to make a shit ton of money. He's he's not going to not do it. (laughs) Well, yeah. It just, uh, I know that movie theaters are in a dire place. Yada, yada, yada. I'm happy that, you know, they're going to get a boost, but. Could it be from something spooky or different or like, you know, something that makes sense being in the middle of October? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to speak too much on this because I got lambasted by the Swifties last time. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on then, Sam. Uh, yeah. Next up, another, <laughs> another trailer that I'm sure you have a hot take on. We're talking about Disney Plus's Goosebumps. Uh-huh. Uh, the the Disney Plus series that is going to be coming out. Do you, do you know what the date is on this one? It's probably October 13th. <laughs> it's probably October 13th. Probably I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. Because of this trailer, I have no interest in seeing this. And I'm probably not going to watch it. Um, I'm this, with you, Sam. This doesn't look good. Oh, this right? trailer looks like they took the the Jack Black movies and put it in a blender with Fear Street in a really like half-hearted kind of way um in a disney kind of way yeah and i just you know with this cast i got so excited because like the adult cast in this is pretty stacked and you know justin long in horror is always a treat like who doesn't love when justin long pops up in a horror movie but uh he didn't even seem like he was having all that much fun in this trailer and i was just like this is not the vibe like this is this is killing all of my excitement for this. And I say, I'm not going to watch it. And then curiosity will get the better of me. And I'll probably watch it. Um, at least the first couple episodes. But if it's like any other Disney plus series that I've started in the last two years, I'll probably only make it about three episodes in their series. Just don't work for me. I don't know. I, uh, I, they I, lose steam so quick. I didn't even finish the, uh, Muppets, uh, the, Oh, the, the Muppets that- mayhem. Yeah, I didn't even. That's, I love the man. And that's Dr. one of the T's few. Is my <laughs> it's probably one of the two that I've finished in the last oh, couple yeah. of years. I I really like that one, but yeah, I I'm a Muppet, 
Ed through and through. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you should you should finish that one. That that one's actually okay. worth <laughs> worth the whole ten episodes. <laughs> um, uh, guess what, Sam? This does come yeah. out on October thirteenth. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this doesn't look very good. Like I was expecting when I heard. I don't know. We heard this maybe like almost two years ago now that Disney yeah. Plus was doing a Goosebumps. It was series. after the second Goosebumps movies flopped in the yeah. theater. They were and like, well, we'll go to streaming then. We'll go to streaming. We'll do a TV show. And I'm like, that's kind of the perfect place for Goosebumps anyway. That 90s TV show was was pretty rad, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I thought that's kind of the route they would go. Was, was like, hey, let's focus on like our 10 most popular novels. Uh, let's adapt those for Disney+. Plus. Instead, they just go kind of back to the Jack Black route. And we're going to mesh them all together yeah. into one movie or TV show. And it's like, but why, why do you... Why do they do that? I don't know. I don't understand the the creative behind that. It doesn't make any sense to me. Especially with a TV show, it's like you can tell all these different stories. Yeah. I mean, and part of the fun of the books is like, you know, Werewolf and Fever Swamp works because it's down in Florida in a swamp. And the Snowman of Pasadena works because it's in Pasadena and it's a snowman, you know? I mean, that doesn't really work, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the Goosebumps books, like they, they globe trot there or they at least USA trot from what I remember. And uh, I just setting, setting an entire series in one town and being like, all of these things happened here. I'm like, no, they did not. <laughs> Slappy the dummy did not haunt an entire town that also has a cheesy like a a, a camera that kills you if you get a picture taken with it and a mask that attaches itself to you and a whole and the whole town's full of zombies like are they going to do welcome to the dead house at the end of the season and be like ha surprise everybody's dead i don't get this i don't like it i'm getting really heated about goosebumps for Mm -hmm. some reason but (laughs) god (laughs) It's the Disney part of it that's getting you heated, I think, Sam. Probably. <laughs> Did you ever All watch right. Erie, Indiana? Yes. No. That's your oh, rule. It was a Nickelodeon show. That it only had like one season in the 90s, and that was a bunch of weird shit that happened in one town. Just oh, like really? Yeah. Okay. I might have. I mean, that's the thing. If the co- <sighs> Yeah, it's probably just the Disney thing, because like yeah. that does sound cool. <laughs> I just don't want that in a Goosebumps series. <laughs> Disney ruins everything. <laughs> they do. Yeah. But no, that works for Erie, Indiana, because that's the concept of the show of like all this weird yeah. stuff happens, but only the two kids really realize all this weird shit's going yeah, on. Everybody else is weird. <laughs> you would love that show, Sam. You should definitely watch it. Is it on Paramount? Most of the Maybe old on... Nick stuff is. It's either on Prime or on Tubi, I think. Okay. Oh, there, there's a remake of it too. So you got to go for the original. Oh, Joe, okay. Joe yep. Dante, I believe, produced the original series too. Oh yeah, it's on Tubi. I think Dick oh. Miller shows up in like a couple episodes of it. Very if nice. If I'm not mistaken. Tubi. Oh, I recognize the lead kid. Yeah, he's the kid from uh, Hocus Pocus. That's yep. right. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. Oh, that's rad. Okay, I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna watch this. Yeah. This is this looks cool. Speaking of other things you need to watch, Sam, transitions. Hell House LLC four, the new <laughs> yeah. trailer for the new Hell House movie coming to Shutter. Hey, you guessed it. I, I believe it's on October 13th. 
Maybe not. <laughs> I, I don't I actually don't know. Uh, the new Hell House movie coming to Shutter pretty soon. Sam, you are you have not seen any of these, correct? I am a one hundred percent a Hell House virgin. Okay. I have not seen any of these, nor have I even watched. Like I, I don't know anything about these movies. All I know is that they are found footage. Okay. You've been telling me since we've been podcasting together that I need to watch the first one at least. And I don't know. It's just one of those that keeps like slipping further down the watch list and I forget about it. And then you bring it up and I, I don't know, it is what it is. Maybe this is what will get me. We'll, we'll do an episode on all four of these. We should do a Hell House episode. I really yeah. liked I, I really liked the first one a lot. I, I think it is one of the probably one of the best found footage movies. It is pretty damn terrifying. It's one of the great like clown scary clown movies, too, where it's like genuinely oh. that clown is terrifying in the movie. OK, I didn't uh, even know it was a clown movie. That's rad. I mean, it's not a, a clown movie, but there is a clown in the movie. That's OK. It's ter- like a terrifying haunt- building a haunted house in an actual haunted house kind of mm-hmm. thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's creepy. That's a good concept. Yep. Okay. And then the second one is where like the mythology gets like really weird with the house. Uh, I don't like the second one very much. Uh, third one gets really weird with the, the concept, especially by the end where it's like angels and demons or some shit like that at the end of it. <laughs> Uh, so it gets really weird. This one looks like it's kind of back to basics on like the origins of the house. And there's also, I believe it's called like the Carmichael Manor, which is like part of the origin story of the entire mythology of, of Hell House. So it sounds like the, the two guys behind this uh, really want to like dive deep into the mythology of the Hell House world. And this is this is one of the the concepts that they're going with. I know they talked about a TV show for a long time that might have been turned into this fourth movie here. But again, found footage. It looks scary as hell. The clown is back. So if you're, if you're ter- <laughs> terrified of clowns like me, like this is going to be right up your alley. Yeah, definitely watch the series, Sam. We'll, okay. Maybe let's we'll do. Yeah. Maybe in November when we're stuck at home and it's miserable out, and all we have is streaming movies anyway. So we'll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll watch some Hell House and terrifying, yeah. terrifying clowns. All right, <laughs> yeah. last piece of screaming mad news. This one is super exciting. We are talking about the Toxic Avenger mm-hmm. remake. A couple things have come out about this movie since we last recorded. Uh, we have some new cast photos for the movie. It just premiered at was it at Fantastic Fest? Fantastic that it premiered. Uh, reviews have been. I've only seen positive reviews for the movie. It's at like. I don't know, 90 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like it's been getting rave reviews. Uh, the the cast photos show off pretty much the entire main cast and still keep Toxie hidden in yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I think that's the right thing. I'm going to throw it to AJ here. He's wearing a, a freaking Toxic Adventure <laughs> hat right now. What what What's your thoughts on this entire remake and the, the photos that just came out? Oh, the remake is, I love the idea. I mean, it's great for trauma, you know, because mm-hmm. it is not trauma that's making it it's uh, legendary you know they make big yeah. movies and they're obviously fans you know um so i i love that they're doing it and i love the idea uh the cast photos i don't know it's it's intriguing because it doesn't look anything like the original you know <laughs> so they're you know they're obviously taking it a different direction but uh i mean if lloyd likes it i'm gonna like it you know <laughs> <laughs> 
what I've been hearing coming out of, I heard, well, I guess maybe it's only one review that I read coming out of Fantastic Fest. Is someone related it more to the Toxic Crusaders? If oh, that really? was R-rated more than the Toxic Avenger. And I'm like, that's that's pretty cool. And probably the more modern concept that you could do with this. Yeah. I did see something about a lot of head crushing, which is good. <laughs> and, uh, somebody said it was stupid in all the right ways. So. <laughs> I mean, that's the best way to describe a Toxic Avenger movie, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm pumped. I think the big one to talk about is Elijah Wood. That he looks like, yeah, the Gollum the, and 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 the Penguin from Batman <laughs> Returns had a baby, and this is Elijah Wood in this movie. Yeah, uh, I think I feel like he's going to be a lower level bad guy, and Kevin yeah. Bacon is going to be the boss. <laughs> oh yeah, it, I I have a feeling we're going to see Elijah Wood have a very gory. Yeah. Glory demise in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, just from that one photo, I'm like, he's the character that you're gonna hate. Like you're gonna love to watch, but you're gonna hate right up until yeah. Toxie finally gets him. Like, mm-hmm. ah, I can't wait for this movie, guys. It's I would definitely hang out with Elijah Wood. Like, he's been he's had his hands in anyway, a lot of really cool shit. Uh the the greasy strangler. He was a producer on <laughs> mm-hmm. that. Yep. It's like he cashed in all his money on Lord of the Rings and's like, I'm just gonna make weird shit after. Yeah. <laughs> What's really crazy is like, I never thought in a million years Kevin Bacon would be in a Toxic Avenger movie. Like that's <laughs> the big one for me. It's like, oh my god, like Kevin Bacon's in this. He's another one that I'm just like, he could have been one of those. I mean, he's an A-lister now. He he was in he was in the Marvel Guardians holiday special or whatever. He does not need to be doing movies like this anymore. Yeah. But he still continues to come back and do these like horror genre movies. And it just I don't know. It makes me so happy to know that like Kevin Bacon's one of the good ones. Like he he doesn't he doesn't frown upon the genre, like he celebrates it. And I, I love that. One of my favorite Friday the thirteenth death scenes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's iconic. It's iconic. I He's actually it. gonna be in Sioux Falls like next month. Did you really? know that, Sam? What? Yeah, he he and his his brother are in a band together oh, and they're playing at, brothers. Yeah, they're playing at Grand Falls Casino. Shit. I know. Oh man. If I have any money left after uh <laughs> the conventions Sam, I have you, to get a ticket to that Sam do you want to be my date to the Bacon Brothers <laughs> kind of yeah <laughs> we'll talk about it after the show well that but that's it for for news for this episode Sam what do we yeah. got next on the uh on the agenda I get to ask my favorite question I get to ask my favorite question to two people this time yeah Casey AJ what have you guys been doobie doing uh, I'll go first because I only have like two things that I've been doobie doing. I uh, yeah. very minimal rewatches <laughs> besides two movies we'll talk about when we talk about Supercon later on. Uh, the two things I, I jumped back into the full moon universe, surprise, surprise, on this show. <laughs> That's kind of been my every other episode bread and butter of doobie doing is talking about whatever the hell full moon's doing. Uh, th- I'm, I'm continuing my puppet master watch through the entire series, it's taking a lot longer than. In, I expected. Uh, I'm on the 10th movie, finally. Uh, I have two more to go after that. Uh, this is, yeah, after like the fifth or sixth one, I'm like, 
I'm, I'm starting to slow down really fast here. Uh, the, the tenth one is the first one directed by uh, Charlie Band. It's Axis Rising. It's the second film in the Axis trilogy is what they called it. They're, I don't know, like mid-2010s trilogy of films uh, that take place as like direct sequels from the first movie uh, and take place during World War II. This one's not, it's not very good. It's it's probably more low budget than the the previous Axis movie. There's just the plot, like there's not a plot in this movie. Like nothing happens until the final 15 minutes and then the puppets kind of show up and fight. <laughs> the be- The best thing about this movie is that the evil Nazi scientists creates evil Nazi puppets that the the good classic classic puppet master puppets get a fight at the end and I'm like that's the best part of this movie like, <laughs> so if you are gonna watch it watch like the last 30 minutes of this movie and you get to see like blade fight a, a kamikaze puppet or you get to watch leech woman fight a big breasted uh nazi bombshell <laughs> it's, yeah the the final 30 minutes are a ton of fun the rest of it is just i don't know non-existent for it being a movie like nothing actually yeah. happens I mean, kind of, kind of par for the course for full. Moon. Yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing <laughs> happened in the last thirty minutes. Yeah, but a movie that I did watch that uh, from Full Moon. It's a brand new one. Uh, we talked about it a little bit when we did Demonic Toys a couple months ago. I watched a brand new spinoff to the Demonic Toys movie. It's a uh, Jack Attack. The Jack in the Box uh, got his own solo movie spinoff. Uh, it is the last Full Moon movie from. Uh, Scream King, I guess you would call him Bill, Billy Butler. It's his last directing movie that he did for them. This movie is a ton of fun from beginning to end. I think one of the biggest things with, like I said, with full moon movies is nothing really happens until like the last 15 minutes. And it's mostly because of budget here in this one, it's 60 minutes long. And Billy Butler is like, I'm going to use every bit of that $10,000 Charlie gave me. And I'm just going to make a fun ass Full Moon Demonic Toys movie, also with a giant evil clown in it and Jack Attack attacking people. This movie's I mean, it's a ton of fun. You know what exactly what you're getting into with a movie called Demonic Toys Presents Jack Attack. And I, I think the, the big thing that makes it stand out compared to other Full Moon movies is like beginning to end, there's always something moving forward and the plot is moving forward and actually something's happening. Like your characters are progressing throughout the movie, which is even I, as a like big full moon fan can recognize like characters are usually non-existent. It's usually <laughs> about your, your tiny little creature that's attacking the, the real life people. Uh, but this one actually has some, some fun characters and character progression in it. Like this is a, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, I recommended the first baby oopsie movie a couple episodes ago which i think is a a a ton of fun i like this one just as much if not more than that so yeah uh, definitely watch it it's on full moon's streaming service right now but it should be on there tubi sooner than later yeah they always come to tubi baby oopsie's voice is a little obnoxious but (laughs) yeah Yeah, this I like the the Jack Attack voice sounds exactly like Baby Oopsie in this too. So like, <laughs> it doesn't talk as much because it's not a shit talker like Baby Oopsie is, but yeah, it's a little it's a it's a little on the same end. But that's that's it for my doobie doing couple full moon movies. Surprise, surprise. 
AJ, so what I, have you been doobie doing lately? I, I'm kind of ashamed to say that I just watched this movie for the first time. And I've always seen like the uh, little trailer for I drink your blood and <laughs> I eat your skin or whatever it is. But I drink your blood. I just watched that for the first time. Have you ever seen nice. that? I know uh, I have not. It's a very, it's a sixties movie. Because, like you can <laughs> tell right away because it's hippies, you know, devil yes. worshiping hippies mm-hmm. and they're all on acid. And then uh, they come to this town and start terrorizing this town and they beat up a girl. So the girl's little brother takes uh, blood from a uh, dog that has rabies and puts it into meat pies and feeds it to the hippies. <laughs> so they all get rabies and start killing everybody. <laughs> so, uh, that That's insane, dude. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, yeah, I, I always wanted to see it because I don't even know where I saw those trailers. But, you, you know, you watch old, uh, like, I don't know. But <laughs> you always yeah. hear I eat your skin, you know? And then oh, like, yeah. oh, I gotta watch that. And uh see uh, I that same day, it was the last little movie session I had. I didn't really watch any other horror movies. I watched this movie called Suburbia. It's uh it's like an eighties punk rock kind of movie about the it's like homeless punk rock kids okay. who all like okay. live in this like all squatting in this house together. And uh yeah, that's it's got some messed up shit in it. <laughs> dog, dog kills a baby. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. And the movie—I I guess I shouldn't tell the ending—but the movie ends up pretty messed up too. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. And uh, this uh, the cartoon—it's it's like a British cartoon called "When the Wind Blows." And it's about this old or elderly couple who are preparing for an atomic bomb to go off. And they do, he like gets a pamphlet from the government on how to like build a little shelter out of doors. And he does everything the government pamphlet says. And uh, the bomb goes off and they come out and they all, they slowly die from radiation poisoning. (laughs) It was really depressing, but (laughs) it was good. Holy crap. Oh my god, I have seen this movie. Which one? I have heard when of when it. the wind blows. I was like, yeah, that, that was, plot sounds really familiar. Yeah. It was uh, I've seen that. that's that, that yeah. Not what you would expect you from an animated getting, movie. Yeah, and you start getting pissed off at this old man, like you're you're dying right now, and you're still like, Oh, well, the government will take care of us, they'll mm-hmm. be here in no time. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, <no>. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. That sounds I, that sounds awful, but I want to watch it. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, all, all three of those are on Tubi. <laughs> okay, okay. Tubi never fails, man. Yeah, man. I don't have a lot of Tubi stuff this time. I don't have any Tubi stuff this time around. I've been a bad Tubi fan the past few weeks. Hey, it's okay. They're like integrating some AI into Tubi nowadays. So we might have to drop off the Tubi train sooner than later. Ugh. But until then, Sam, I'm going to ask you this question. What have you been? What have you been to be doing? Man, so I finally got to watch one of my all time favorite movies on the big screen. 
uh, Christine was having its uh, 45th anniversary, like Fathom event or whatever it was. And uh, holy crap, that movie is a totally different experience on the big screen. It was like watching it for the first time again. Uh, it's like a weirdly funny movie, like way funnier than I think I've ever I don't know. I laughed so hard in this theater and I was not expecting to. It's also the only one laughing. So maybe it was just me and like the mood I was in that night. I don't know. <laughs> but I thought it was really funny. <laughs> um, I, uh, I revisited Rob Zombie's The Munsters just because we did our Rob Zombie episode and I've just been kind of like in Rob Zombie. I still love this movie. I, I get the criticisms of it. They do not matter to me. Um, I love the monsters. I love Rob Zombie's take on it. Um, it's a great movie. Check it out. Um, and it's one of the few Netflix movies that has a DVD, uh, like a Blu-ray release. So support that shit. A <laughs> um, couple of, I'm just going to talk about these because they're great and they're not really horror movies. Uh, I watched the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie finally. Uh, I loved it. Holy crap. I cannot believe this movie exists. Um, it makes, it makes some changes to the canon in some big ways that I could see like might rub fans the wrong way. But what would I, I would say to those fans is like, are you missing the rest of the whole movie? Like, holy crap, this thing is like beautiful animation. Um, they, they like really nail the turtles personalities. They're actual teenagers this time around. Um, Ayo Adabiri as April O'Neil is so great and funny. She has one of the best gags in the whole movie. Um, it has one of the very few throw-up gags that has ever actually made me laugh. Like, I don't know why I've never found throw-up gags all that funny. This one has one that, like, I had to pause the movie because I was laughing so hard. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, Mutant Mayhem Rules. It's maybe my favorite movie this year. I don't know. I say that, and then like two weeks later, it'll be a different movie. So, <laughs> um, I also just watched Polite Society on Peacock, which is all I'm going to tell you guys about this one is it is an action comedy that surprised the hell out of me. It has some really fun stunt work in it, and uh, it's I don't know. I don't. I don't want to tell you guys much about this movie. It is about a Pakistani high school girl who wants to be a stunt woman. She's a martial artist in training, and her sister is this like punk rock screw society artist who dropped out of college, and she's kind of at a crossroads. And she meets this like rich guy, and they fall in love, and they're getting married. And little sister doesn't like that; she doesn't trust him, so she starts investigating into it. And like it just does not go where you expect it, and it is like one of the best surprises that I've had all year. Um, I, I loved this movie. Uh, and I, I will probably be singing its praises like through the end of the year, like polite society rules. Absolutely implore everybody to check that out. Whether you're like, it's not a horror movie, but like, I feel like horror fans will still find something to enjoy in it because there's like some great stunt work, some fun action sequences, like very heightened reality kind of stuff. A little bit like hesitate to compare it to this because not a lot of people love this movie, but the uh, Ben Stiller, Walter Mitty movie, like kind of has similar, like at times a similar tone to that where it's like, is, is this really happening or is it not? And uh, yeah, it's just, it's great. I love it. 
Um, okay, back to horror. I watched The Blackening, the uh, horror comedy that kind of came and went in theaters this summer, and not a lot of people seem to come out to it, myself included, but I haven't been seeing a lot of things in theaters. Uh, this movie's hilarious. Uh, I don't think it nails the ending, but uh, as like a, a riff on horror and black characters in horror and it's a Lionsgate movie that kind of openly parodies Saw in certain aspects um, while not being a Saw parody. Uh, but there's like definitely like Saw DNA in this thing. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, it's hilarious what they do with it. Uh, third act loses a little bit of steam. I don't think they completely stick the landing, but it's a great time. Like I absolutely recommend it because I laughed the whole way through it. And there were some jump scares that legitimately got me. Like it was, is that streaming anywhere? Uh, it's Lionsgate, it's so I don't think rent. it's... Yeah, right. it's for yeah. rent, yeah. So that's how I watched it. But um, yeah, so The Blackening's definitely worth a shot. Um, on Shudder, I watched The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster, which is like a new take on Frankenstein. Um, I really liked this. It was... Um, it's not a perfect movie. It's got some... It runs a, a little low on steam in the third act, and I didn't quite understand what the final scene was kind of getting at, which might have been a me thing more than the movie. Um, but I just didn't feel like it It really knew where it wanted to go with its ending. Um, that said, it's got a lot of like really biting social commentary, some great gore. There's head smashing in this movie, um, and it's it's pretty gnarly at times. Like you see people's faces get like obliterated and it's like, Oh God, like um, not necessarily like a fun watch because like the social aspects of it are pretty heavy. Um, but like definitely worth your time, especially if you have a shutter subscription. And then uh, because we're doing a live show at Halloween of Palooza, I decided to go back and uh, rewatch Friday the 13th movie that up until this point was probably one of my least favorite in the series. Um, and it bumped up quite a bit on this rewatch. I don't know what clicked with me this time. I just get it now, but I rewatched Friday the 13th, the final chapter and that movie, it friggin' rules like, Holy crap. Uh, I, I don't know. I wasn't expecting to like this movie on a rewatch because it, it just, it's never really worked for me. And maybe part of that is like, it's always in that point. Like I love to binge these movies, but I do like the first four in one night and that's just too much, you know? <laughs> yeah. So by especially the time if I get you to watch four, like I'm someone like... like throwing a yo-yo in your face for like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> five minutes from the third one, it's like, I, I can't do this anymore. Right. And yeah. so I also found out that I, I think I, despite having seen both the third one and the fourth one multiple times, I have like somehow mixed pieces and parts of them together because there were parts where I'm like, wait a minute, didn't this happen in three already? And then there were other moments where I'm like, when is this happening? And then I realized it happened in three. So like three and four to me are just like, we're just really confused in my head. But holy crap, the, the cast of characters is great. Crispin Glover's hilarious in this movie. Um, I always knew that, but like, I was like, he's just not in it enough. I still feel that way. He should have just been the whole movie. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
but uh yeah no i love it i love the monster kid Corey feldman stuff um really gnarly practical effects um probably the last like truly gory friday the 13th before the mpaa really started messing with them because once you get into part five which i unabashedly love there's still some like gore cuts and stuff um in that that kind of take away the power of some of those kills but this one no you see it all it's great i love it people's heads get like twisted off and shit it's wonderful. It's my favorite jason death in this show. yeah like the like machete through the slide, eye like yeah. sliding down the street <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's nasty it's really nasty yeah. so yeah that's what i've been doobie doing uh yeah I packed a lot into those two weeks somehow. I don't you know. You did. You packed a lot more <laughs> horror than I did into that. I've been yeah. watching like a lot of like, for some reason or another, a lot of like mid two thousands comedies. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't know. I, I have those. I definitely have those phases too. I like that our phases never happen in tandem though. Like if I ever only have two horror movies, you usually have like yeah. seven and vice versa <laughs> we balance each other out so. we do we're yin and yang we're the yin so. and yang we're the cheech and chong we're the i don't know <laughs> one of us has to make sure the first half of the show goes wildly over time <laughs> yeah hey we're doing good on time because, actually uh, yeah 45 minutes isn't bad yeah, yeah we're 45 min- minutes into this uh and we're jumping into our main topic now here for this episode we're going to be talking Talking about Supercon and the uh, Halloween of Palooza, both coming up very soon. We're going to start off with uh, the first thing on on our agendas coming up this weekend. Supercon here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're going to be talking all about that. First of all, I mean, we got to give a little backstory for our side of things. Uh, we gave a little teaser, I guess, before about the Supercon Film Festival. But Sam and I are the 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 spearheads behind the Supercon film festival we're the the ones who organize it and put it all together and i think that's probably where we should probably start this year yeah over anything else is about the the film festival because i mean what's what's a little shameless promotion without being shameless on it uh yeah we got to use the platform like i want so many people to show up to this i'm so proud of the films that we've put together mm -hmm. like this is the only place that you're going to get to see like a Spanish language drama in the same weekend that you get to see a killer butthole movie. So I'm just saying <laughs> what other film festival we, has, that? we've got variety. <laughs> uh, let's, I mean, I'm just going to kind of run through our, our schedule of everything. Uh, and, we'll go from there uh i mean the first thing first things first i mean the big one one of the big ones for us uh we're kicking things off the first thing we're showing at the film festival on friday this friday uh we are kicking things off at six o'clock with texas chainsaw massacre 2 we have some very incredible guests coming to supercon this year we've announced them on the show we're going to talk about them right now we have caroline williams uh stretch from texas chainsaw massacre 2 and we have bob elmore who played Leatherface in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. He did the stunt work for the film, both coming to the convention. Uh, yeah, we're showing the, the Toby Hooper uh, Toby Hooper classic that first night. Uh, I rewatched it for another podcast over on uh, the Fat Dude Digs Flicks podcast network that yeah. Sam and I were guests on. We talked 
kind of in-depth about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too, so we won't do it here. So go check out that podcast instead. But yeah. Should be hitting Thursday, I believe, Andy said. Yes, so. yes. Yep. Uh, so this can be your your double feature for podcasts before Supercon. But yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. I said it. I said it there, and I'll say it here. I'll kind of leave it at. It's my favorite Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. I love this movie so much. I'm so happy we are we're playing it. I love Stretch. I love Chop Top. This is my favorite Leatherface. It is. It, it, it's it, it's so insane. It's so batshit crazy. It's so unexpected. If you love that first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, that is an absolute iconic horror film. This is like the exact opposite of that, where that movie's like, I need a shower afterwards. This one, I'm like, yeah, get him, Dennis Hopper, with your dueling chainsaws. Uh, I know we said this on the, I know we said this on Andy's podcast, but on rewatch, I just love how the second half of that movie is anytime, <laughs> anytime you see Dennis Hopper, he is just chainsawing a support beam somewhere in this <laughs> underground labyrinth, and nothing happens because yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> like people like to talk about Indiana Jones being like worthless in his own movie. I'm like, have you seen Texas Chainsaw too? <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Hopper does nothing. <laughs> hey, chop get- top one liners, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You ditched my plate, you dog dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Chop Top is easily like, yeah, yeah, he's the best. Oh my God. (laughs) Bill Mosley, one one of these years we'll get him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I not so subtly tried to tell him to come to South Dakota, but that that didn't didn't work. We shot our shot, right? (laughs) We shot our shot, maybe, maybe next year. But yeah, I mean, we can talk about about the the guests for this film too, like Caroline and Bob coming here. Um, I mean, I met Bob at Grand Comic Fest, and he was super cool, super awesome to to talk to. And immediately when I when I told him we were playing Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, and Caroline was coming, he's like, "Well, let me check my let me check my schedule, make sure I'm not a doing something that weekend." And that's kind of how he ended up coming here too. And I'm I mean, I'm pumped. Like it's like. You can't have the final girl without the maniac chainsaw wielding madman there as well. So I'm I'm super pumped. I mean, they're both doing photo ops in costume as well at the convention. Uh, Caroline's dressing up as Stretch. Bobble has the leather face outfit, and they're doing like you can take a photo with both of them as well. So like that's I mean, what other conventions are doing that besides like the major horror conventions in like Texas Frightmare and stuff like that? Do you think they'd do a picture where I was standing between them and it was like the prom photo where they're my parents sending me off, both kissing me on the cheek? (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) That'd be fun. It would be fun. Uh, I'm going to ask this question since we're talking a little bit about Caroline. What's your guys' favorite Caroline Williams movie outside of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2? 10 minutes to midnight, easily. Easily. I don't know, <laughs> but I also like Lep- but I also like Leprechaun Three quite a bit too. <laughs> She's got a great death is- scene in Leprechaun Three. Mm-hmm. I need to rewatch those. Is that the one where he like literally? The- they- is the one with the tour and the hearse, or they're 
taking him, or is that two? That's the t- the second one. The, yeah, that's the, the third second one. Vegas, Vegas. Right? Yeah, right? and yeah. Caroline oh, Williams is okay. a showgirl who wants a bigger butt and bigger boobs. Oh yeah, and so the they, leprechaun okay, just yes. like makes her grow yeah. until she just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh God, I love that scene. It like grossed me out so bad as a kid. Like mm-hmm. I remember watching that for the first time, being like, "Oh." <laughs> uh, yeah, my pick. My pick is probably Ten Minutes to Midnight. Too. Yeah. I think it's her best performance out of her in- entire career. I love that movie. I think it's. Yeah. I mean, obviously, super underrated uh, indie movie from twenty twenty. Yeah, I think it was twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Should be on again. We're gonna throw out our Tubi plug. It is on. I know it's on Tubi. Oh yeah, yeah. It's on Tubi. Um, I want to say it's somewhere else too, but maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, Ten Minutes to Midnight's definitely worth checking out. Um, she also plays a radio DJ in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she gets turned into a vampire, and it's trippy as shit. Like, oh my god, the, like. It's it's a weird movie and it's got um I think it's the last performance of uh Nicholas Tucci from uh your like Felix from Your Next and he is just chewing the scenery in that movie like he's he's incredible in that mm-hmm. so it's a uh, yeah it's well worth the time it's it's a great movie mm-hmm. great movie Eric Bloomquist is an underrated uh, indie director right now. Yeah. Uh, next up, film festival and special guest coming to Supercon. Uh, immediately following Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, we got Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball, Bolarama 2, uh, Brink Stevens feature film debut, starring Supercon guest Kelly Maroney. I'm super pumped, obviously. Uh, this is a, mo- <laughs> a, a modern full moon movie. It is a sequel to the kind of Empire video video store classic, Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball, Bolarama that uh, Brink was one of the stars of. Yeah, this movie is a ton of fun. Like it's not breaking it's not breaking new ground. It's the same it's the exact, it's the exact same, same plot movie. <laughs> as if the first one. You've seen the first one, you've seen the second one. Yeah. It's, it's the same movie, but that's okay. That's fine. Like it totally works. It, it's a ton of fun. Like the gags with the the imp granting all their wishes is I mean, it's a blast. Some of the jokes yep. to- are totally worth it. Some of them are really obvious, but then when they happen, when they they're, still off, they're still really funny. funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know exactly where it's going, and then it keeps hitting you over the head with it, and you're like, yeah, okay, I get And then it actually does it, and you're like, okay, no, that's still funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a blast. Uh, show up for uh, B-Movie Bingo at uh, Supercon After Dark, because it's going to be fun. Yeah, we're going to be playing bingo with this movie. So, I mean, it's not going to be like you're just going to sit there and watch Sorority Babes. Heck, you don't even need to watch the first Sorority Babes to watch this one. I mean, no. you're going to you're going to be just fine. There's an entire scene where they explain the first movie in case you wanted to to catch up on the Sorority Babes franchise. Yep. Uh they they literally have an entire flashback sequence in the in this movie. Uh yep. Kelly Maroney in, is one of the stars of the movie. She's a guest <laughs> of Supercon. She is so funny in this movie. She's so funny in this. She's super super sassy as like the the house mother of the sorority. Uh and she gets like you know the fun awesome kick-ass moment at the end when she finally shows up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with one of the like with one of cinema's like biggest like what reveals yeah 
<laughs> uh, this movie is crazy, guys. It's it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm excited to play this one. Mm-hmm. I'm it's gonna to be a blast. It. I'm gonna ask yeah. the same thing. What's your guys' favorite Kelly Maroney movie? That's a really easy one for me. It's Chopping Mall. Hands Chopping down. Mall is yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's classic. Yeah. Like Night of the Comet's a very close second, but like Chopping Mall is just it's. Chopping Mall's more fun. <laughs> Chopping Mall might be my favorite movie of all time. If we're being honest, <laughs> I've watched that movie so much. I don't even know. Like, uh, I don't know. I I almost speak directly in Chopping Mall quotes anymore. <laughs> I, I've heard it. Anytime I go to a restaurant with Sam, all I hear him yells, waitress, more butter. <laughs> yeah, I'm super, super rude in restaurants now. Yep, yep. <laughs> you don't even eat butter. You just yell for it. because Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're super pumped. Kelly's going to be there. She, she is so awesome to, to meet and talk to. And uh, we're going to be doing uh, on Saturday, we're going to be doing a Q&A with Kelly, Caroline and Bob at the convention as well so we're going to talk kind of a big horror panel with the with those three so that'll be super yeah. cool uh continuing with the film festival uh we get to the main attraction for friday night the closer for the evening nine o'clock after dark shorts uh just quickly running through the titles of these the haunted baby carriage from hell which is a short film that kelly also stars in so we kind of have a kelly double feature that we're uh, going to be playing super she's super funny in that one too yeah Immediately following that, a Star Wars fan film, The Path of the Greys, a animated uh, kind of like action film, Soleiman, is playing uh, an incredible um, uh, slasher film, Greed and Gore. Following that, uh, that movie is also playing at Halloween Palooza. Just throwing that out there. I'm Greed and Gore is too. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then we're ending the night with uh, Attack of the Fifty Foot Sphincter from Space, like. That's the that's the closer. Like I said, at the top. Like you, there's no other way we we're gonna close out Friday night without <laughs> without playing that one. I mean, for one thing, it'd be a hell of an opener. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a tone setter that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, like what you what you want to do is you want to ease them in, and then like when they think they've seen it all, especially following up like the super gory slasher, it's like. Yeah, but have you guys ever seen a killer butthole that vaporizes you with lasers? <laughs> so yeah, that's I had, go ahead. I had so much fun making that little Mars set too. <laughs> oh god, I bet, dude. The like the little like stop motion moments. I I just I love that <laughs> shit so much. Like all the little like old school filmmaking techniques you used. I I, I just ah. Oh. I'm a sucker for it. I seriously, I, I'm just going to, sorry. I'm just going to keep gushing every time we bring this movie up, but it's, it's great, dude. I'm so pumped to be playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the perfect way to end our like horror night. Yeah. Like you're going to end it. You're with a big ass smile on your face. Emphasis <laughs> on the ass. And, yeah, you're going to walk away like that was that was ridiculous. I love it. Uh, moving on to uh, Saturday, we got some some other fun things going on. Just quickly yeah. running through these. Uh, we have a screenwriting panel at 3 o'clock. We have a short documentary at 4. 5 o'clock, we have a local feature film here to Sioux Falls. Uh, it's about tower climbers. It looks incredible. There's some mm-hmm. incredible aerial footage in this movie. Like That's definitely one you're going to want to 
uh, make time to go check out. Uh, that is Vertical Freedom, f- uh, 5 o'clock on Saturday. 7 o'clock is usually our most attended event of of film festival weekend it is our local uh short film block this is this is where uh again this is kind of some of our more i don't know drama comedies fall into i guess yeah the stuff that like we got so many horror shorts this year and then so many shorts that didn't really play well with like the horror stuff we were like we should do two blocks we'll do a mm-hmm. local block and we'll do an after dark block and there's some more local-ish things like Attack of the 50-Foot Sphincter from Space yeah. um, in the late night block. But uh, but yeah, like the, the local shorts kind of are, I don't know, they're maybe a little more family-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quickly going through those, we have uh, the drama. I know you didn't ask for this. Uh, another, the, the foreign language drama, Letters, uh, a, a short comedy called The Pen. A again, we have a couple of Star Wars themed things here. We have yeah. uh, the film Nostalgia, which is about like uh, two gals who talk about the modern Star Wars Disney yeah. universe. Uh, kind of a little bit speak- clerks vibes with that one, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking my, my language in that one for sure. Uh, Perchance mm-hmm. to Dream, which is kind of this moody western, uh, mm-hmm. shot West River, South Dakota, consumed, which is the one I would say horror film that we we snuck into the local block yeah. here uh kind of a horror drama with that and then we end things off with a stop motion lego movie uh <laughs> called if lois was wrong about <laughs> superman's identity so a ton of fun all all of those and then immediately following that we're going to do a a q a session with the saturday's filmmakers there as well uh answering some questions about their their work and stuff uh but the last thing on saturday we had to make sure we had a actual proper after party for the film festival so on saturday night we're going to do an after party uh immediately following that panel around 9 30 10 o'clock at remedy uh, brewing company which is going to be their location like two blocks south of the convention center so walking distance yeah so if you want to hang out Casey will be socializing and i'll probably be in the corner on my phone um (laughs) (laughs) Wishing I was in bed. <laughs> hey, it's two your, types of two it's types your of one people night, in this world. <laughs> it's, it's, it's your one night a year, Sam, to go out. It's true. It's true. No, once I get there, I'll socialize. Mm-hmm. I'll dance my ass off and have a good time. But you know, I'll complain the entire time we're walking over there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is one hundred percent true. <laughs> and then you'll be fine as soon as we get there. Yeah. Uh, last. last <laughs> Last thing, Sunday is a family day, so we have some, uh, I don't 100% want to say family friendly, but more of like the the PG-13-ish yeah. films for the for the day. Uh, we have a G.I. Joe fan film, and then we have a animated musical, almost like a music video. Type yeah, yeah, that like literally chokes both Casey and I up. Um- <laughs> Here we are cheering about like heads exploding and then we watch (laughs) a movie about a boy and his pony and we start crying. Like (laughs) yeah, it was it was it was a tonal shift. I tell you what, going through going through uh film festival selections, like you get every range of emotion, yeah. It's work, like you have to put in the (laughs) it's it's emotionally taxing. 
go from laughing to crying about a pony in like yeah. the course of three minutes. Since we're talking about like <laughs> film festival, like the behind the scenes of it, like I'm going to ask AJ, what's your, like, do you think about film festivals when you're making anything or it's just, I'm going to make this no. and I'll submit it to whoever wants it. Yeah. I make whatever I want and <laughs> I hope somebody wants to watch yes. it. <laughs> One thing we talk about a lot is like runtime. Do you yeah. like have a runtime where it's like for a short, I can't go past this or for a feature. It needs to be. Whatever. Um, I usually, for my features, I usually, I would try to get at least 60 minutes. <laughs> That's yeah. like, and then uh, for the shorts, it's just whatever it comes out to be, really. Mm -hmm. As long as it's under, what is it, like 40 minutes, I think, is a short or less than that. Yeah. Something like that. It's yeah. hard. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's hard. If I'm going to go that long, I'm going to turn that short into a feature yes. show. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you for saying yeah. that. If any filmmakers are out there listening, please do that. We will accept yeah. your movie. Figure out likely. a way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to program a short block with like a 30 minute short in it. You know, like yeah. it's just, it, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. If, My, the, if the short's good enough, yeah. but like you have to have a short that sustains a half an hour runtime. And like that doesn't happen often. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, my sweet spot is 15 minutes and shorter. Yeah. Yeah. This like, is the longest short that I've ever made. They're usually like five minutes or less. It's a perfect length. And like, even what, when we what's, were... the, what's the length of your short? It's like, it's like 13 minutes. 13 yeah. Minutes, like with credits and everything. Yeah. I, I was going to, I'm going to say too, we're going to gush about your film for a second. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're gushing about it. Uh, <laughs> 13 minutes like it doesn't feel like that like you no. watch some shorts yeah. and it's like oh my god this feels like 13 minutes yeah this one's like oh my god that felt like two or three minutes and it just yeah. flies by <laughs> it's that it's like a perfect example of like leave them wanting more because it was like it it ended and i was like no <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i could have done more but and then the people that were making the movie with me ever everybody wanted to make it into a feature but it's like <laughs> like how many plastic hey. skeleton deaths can you do <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well and that's the thing like you have to you have to know like you have to be comfortable enough with your concept to know like does this sustain a longer runtime or is this perfect yeah. and i think like for what you for what you did with this concept like your runtime is perfect mm -hmm. it's cool. yeah you. It, it it flies by it is it's one of the best paced short films that i think we got this year so mm -hmm. yeah uh i'm gonna wrap things up with supercon with asking you guys uh also what's what's something outside of the film festival you're looking forward to whether it's uh some of the other guests that we have coming like sean gunn is coming jim cummings the voice of winnie the pooh and tigger and darkwing duck and um, literally a million other characters uh who else is coming nick palma one of the ninja turtles from yeah secret of the ooze david barclay who was one of the puppeteers of yoda and he was a puppeteer and a favorite of our household labyrinth uh mm. that's gonna be something kayla is definitely gonna fangirl over is that sir didymus the puppeteer is gonna be there super yeah. nerdy that i know that nowadays <laughs> I, 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 had never, I had never watched that movie until 
Kayla came around and now I know the goddamn names of the characters of Labyrinth. <laughs> I mean, Labyrinth is a pretty bitchin' movie. Oh, yeah, Labyrinth. Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What am what am I the most excited about outside of our film fest? Mm-hmm. This is like this is a cheesy answer, and I'll give you like a more promo-y, like, oh, I'm excited for this at Supercon answer. But the thing I'm always the most excited about for Supercon is it's like summer camp. Like it's all these all these people that I don't typically see because I'm a hermit, like <laughs> eleven months out of the year. <laughs> um and like Supercon's like the start of October, it's where I kind of come out of my shell and I'm like, okay, you guys have like 30 days with me before I go and like hold myself back up in my like hideout. Um, and so I just, I don't know, I get to, we get to see like the Wednesday comics and a comic book look guys and like people like Seth Benson and, and you know, like all these, all these like regulars that come through and uh, I don't know, we get to, we get to hang out with people that I, I don't see all the time. And uh you know, we get to, we get, it's like our one time a year that we hang out with Nick Simon and, you know, like, and, and Tony Fleeks and they're just people now that I just look forward to seeing every year at mm-hmm. Supercon. Um, but that said, I think the thing I'm the most excited about, I think it's just like, honestly, like having Jim Cummings there. I'm very excited to see um, Andy host the Q&A with him on the main stage. Um, I'm really excited to just meet him and perhaps get an autograph um, and just, I don't know, hopefully maybe get him to say something in his Darkwing Duck voice. Uh, Oh my God. I don't know. Like Jim Cummings to me, like he'll be the one, like I, I kind of already have history with Kelly and Caroline and like, I'm pretty sure because of that, I'll be cool around Bob too. I don't know if I'm going to be able to be cool around Jim Cummings. <laughs> if he does the Pete voice from like Goofy, I'm right. going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose my mind. I'm just right. Yeah. AJ, what about you? What are you lo- most looking forward to uh, guest so, or otherwise? I don't know if you know this, but Sean Gunn, and James Gunn both started out in Troma. Mm-hmm. So Tromeo and Juliet. <laughs> like fucking phenomenal. And I'm excited to meet Sean Gunn and talk about that. And I need Hell to yeah. I don't have a copy of that. I need to get a like a VHS copy of Tromeo yeah. and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, dude. That's awesome. You might be the only person that shows up that whole weekend with a Tromeo and Juliet yeah. thing. <laughs> But like, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I yeah. are, <laughs> and you know he's not gonna have that on his table. <laughs> oh yeah, no. <laughs> you Especially should just, you not should if print off your own Disney eight money. by ten of him in the movie and bring yeah. it to him. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like any of the shots you had available, so I brought my own. <laughs> I brought my own. Here's some extras in case anyone else asks you about <laughs> Juliet. Wasn't it when, uh, Casey, when you met, um, it wasn't when, you, it, it was the second time you met, uh, I'm trying to say Mark, but from the room, Greg Sestero. Yeah. And you brought, was it a Puppet Master action yeah. figure for I him to a, sign? And I he was a, like, no one has ever asked me about this movie before. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was Toulon in Retro Puppet Master, so I got him to sign my Blade action figure. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, where did you get that? 
he's like no one asked me about that movie i'm like no offense it's better than the room but (laughs) (laughs) yep oh my god yeah i feel Uh, like as horror fans we all have that though right john gunn with his brains hanging out (laughs) see you need to print that off and, and have him sign that absolutely I feel like as horror fans, like we all have that, like, like for instance, our our friend Blake on our group chat just recently sent like a tweet from Frank from like a guy saying like Frankie Muniz told me like I was the first person to ever ask him about Stay Alive. I'm like, yeah, that's because I haven't met Frankie Muniz yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not gonna ask him about Malcolm in the Middle or Agent Cody Banks or anything. Like that is the first like Stay Alive was. I mean, it was a gateway horror for me. It's not good, but I still watch that like yearly. <laughs> In fact, it's almost October. I'm due for my like annual watch of that movie. It's Sam Stay Alive time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I mean, I'll echo what you guys said. I'm, I'm the one I'm probably going to be most nervous to even try to approach is Sean Gunn, uh, just because I'm like you're like a movie star now you're in the marvel universe you're a guardian of the galaxy and i'm like that's he's probably the coolest dude on earth i 100 mm-hmm. believe that but it's it's just the fact that oh my god I, this guy's in the avengers movies like how cool yeah. is that uh the other thing is like i don't ever meet the wrestlers that go to supercon because i'm a huge wrestling fan but i'm terrified because <laughs> they are always so much bigger than i think they're gonna be and I'll see them and I'll walk by and I'm like, I want to talk to you because I, I, I love your work. But I'm like, I'm scared. I'm legitimately scared to meet you. But uh, maybe I can overcome my fear this year and finally just shake Ron Simmons hands or hand or something. <laughs> they need to bring in Rey Mysterio so you're not as intimidated. So I'm at least bigger than the rest. Yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Rey Mysterio would still be super intimidating. <laughs> I'd be probably more scared. To meet him. Right. <laughs> All right, yeah. that's that's. Let's wrap up Supercon. Then we're gonna move on to yeah. Halloween Palooza. But Supercon coming up this weekend, as this is coming out, uh, September 29, 30, and October first. Tickets are still available on Supercon.com, so you can get your tickets there, and you can purchase any other bonus stuff such as wrestling tickets and photo ops there. Uh, yeah, super will be excited. Come. Wednesday, I, Wednesday night, I believe now, yes. right? Yep. We extended it. Yeah. Yeah, so get your tickets. Uh, I mean, it's like ten bucks a day. I think is what we're at. I should probably remember what the actual ticket prices yeah, are. Yeah, it's like it's fifteen if it's at the door or something per day. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you get them in advance, it's only ten per day. So thirty dollars for the entire weekend. Like I can't think of many yeah. other conventions. Probably besides like Halloween Palooza, that's you can get that much entertainment packed into one weekend. Heck yeah, yeah. So. Get those in advance and uh, yeah, make sure you show up early to uh, like, make sure you get there in time for screenings. Like don't show up right when screenings start. Cause like show up room, at least the 10 minutes fills early. Up. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it fills up. So yeah, it's about 10 minutes early. You should be good. But mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Let's move on. Uh, coming up two two weeks after that. We got Halloween Palooza in Ottumwa, Iowa, October 13th and 14th of Friday and Saturday. Friday the 13th, to be exact. And guess yeah. what? That's their theme for this year. Friday the 13th. How cool is that? I mean, internally, Sam, you and I were speculating what what the Halloween Palooza guys were going to be doing because we knew it was on Friday the 13th. We saw the, mm-hmm. the Jason hockey mask logo and like, 
who the hell are they going to bring? Because yeah. last year we had the pleasure at Supercon to have Deborah Voorhees, CJ Graham, and Ron Sloan at Supercon. Mm-hmm. So like, oh my God, who are who from the series are we going to meet now? And and we're meeting three different people. That four, four. Oh my God, I forgot about four. Holy crap! Yeah, they keep adding yeah. guests. I can't even keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Tom Matthews, who was uh in friday the 13th part six he was also in return of living living dead one and two i love those Mm -hmm. movies super excited that tom matthews is going to be there uh lar park lar park lincoln who was in part seven she is the uh what's what's her name in that movie do you guys remember tina shepherd tina uh in the yeah Here's the thing. I w- I just went on a mini rant to Maria about this the other night when we were watching the final chapter. I'm like, if you can't remember what an actress's character name is in a Friday the 13th movie, just guess Tina because there's like a 50% chance you're right. There is a <laughs> Tina in every single one of these movies. Holy shit. Like did like did uh did Sean Cunningham uh just like have a thing for a girl named Tina that he just couldn't let go of for like six movies because oh my god he actually wrote a song <laughs> called a girl named Tina and that's <laughs> right? what they're basing it off of yeah yep yep it's insane uh, speaking of Tina's from Friday the 13th uh, part 7 hey we have the young version of Tina Jennifer Banco who's going to also uh, be at Halloween Apalooza, and then Judy Aronson from Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, aka the best Friday the Thirteenth movie. I'm still there. not. I'm still not ready to say that. Jason Lives exists, dude. It does. It's a Universal monster movie that just has Jason in it. It's the best one. Mm-hmm. It's the best one. A <laughs> uh, couple other things uh, for guest wise here at Halloween Apalooza. Mark Donovan, who was one of the zombies in. Uh, in Edgar Wright's Shaun of the Dead will also be there. And it's like, yes. oh my God, he's gonna be there. Uh for some reason, Sam, you and I are listed as guests. Uh yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't like that. <laughs> too much I know. Pressure. We're getting we're getting put up there with like I'm I'm like I keep telling people like yeah I'm a guest at a convention and that just doesn't sound right to I don't me. Like I'm it. like no, I'm not important enough to be a guest especially not at a convention that has like you know Tom Matthews and Lar Park Lincoln. <laughs> With the yeah. great Judy Aronson, who starred in yeah. the the American classic American Ninja, like that's yeah, yeah. this I, this guest lineup is insane. Like, it is. It's a great out, guest lineup. Shout out to the Halloween Apalooza guys on on the guest list this year. This is we are literally an insane lineup at a convention that is playing a killer butthole movie. <laughs> How cool is that? How cool is that? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to ask the same question I asked you guys about Supercon. What are you guys most looking forward to at Halloween Apalooza? And then we'll break down some of the other things going on there. Um, I mean, this kind of spoils some of the breakdown, I think. But one thing that I'm pretty stoked for is watching the supercut of the uh, Never Hike Alone movies Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, because apparently they're playing those cut together and I... I'm a Womp Stomp Films kind of guy. I love that. I love that uh, they've been, uh, I don't know, keeping the Friday the 13th franchise alive. We've talked about this. Like over the past few years, Friday the 13th has become my go to horror franchise. Like it might be my favorite one at this point. Um, and the, the Never Hike Alone movies just, 
they, they rule, dude. I mean, I, I can't wait to see those. Um, I'd love to meet Vincent DeSanti sometime because he's just, I don't know, just seems like a cool dude. Um, and I'm also dude. just excited to like check out, I feel like two years ago when we went, we didn't hit the film fest part as much. Um, this year, I think I want to hit more film fest blocks. Ditto. Um, just because I liked what we saw two years ago. And I, I think we were just so like in awe of like, Oh my God, there's all this like cool stuff that we just like, mm-hmm. we're kind of going around everywhere and not really focusing on any, like, yeah. I'm excited to zero in on some stuff and actually like watch some movies. I mean, full disclosure, we went two years ago. It's where we met Kelly Maroney for the first time yep. uh, at that Halloween Palooza. And I think both of us, it was our first official horror convention that we had ever been to. Yep. So it was like, oh my God, our people exist. Like, yeah. Like this is, this is, this is like, we, we belong. You, we, the, the, the freaks scene of we accept you one of us. Like that's what the, that felt like walking into that spooky ass hotel in Otomo. Uh, you know, and I'm excited that they're going to be in an actual, like, I know last year they were in the, the bigger convention center. Uh, AJ, did you go to last year's I Halloween had a, Palooza? I had a table last year, so okay. I, oh, I was nice. kind of stuck at the table the whole time, but it yeah. was yeah, it was fun. It was cool. And I, I really bummed out. I was wanting to meet uh, uh, Debbie Roshan. Yeah. And oh. Two years in a row, she canceled. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, she was supposed to be at the one we were at, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the weird memories that I have from two years ago at Super or, uh, at Halloween Palooza was like there was a Stephen King marathon, like an all weekend long Stephen King marathon on AMC, <laughs> and they were just playing nothing but Stephen King movies. And I'm a massive Stephen King fan, so like it was so great. I'd like I'd go down to the floor, I'd walk around, I'd see all this horror stuff, and then I'd go up to my hotel room, and I just had AMC on it. Like I never turned the TV off, so like at any given time, I could just walk into my hotel room and a Stephen King movie was playing, and like the whole vibe of that week. And we were in like the haunted, creepy hotel. Ah, Halloween of Palooza rules. I'm so excited to come back this year. I know it's not in the haunted hotel. I'm thinking maybe Casey. We have to like drive over to the haunted hotel, take some EVP recordings, you know, no, they, um, I think they do a uh, tour still. I think they do. Yeah, yeah. actually. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we, Oh God, maybe we should do that. Maybe Let's we, should, maybe do the we tour. should do that. Yeah. That'd be fun. I don't think that might be a you and me thing though. Yeah. I was going to say, might not we're going to have group to leave for activity. We're going to have to leave <laughs> Kayla and Maria at the convention and you and I are going to go all Zach Baggins and it's yep. <laughs> uh, AJ, what about you? What are you most, most looking forward to at Halloween of Palooza this year? Uh, see, I'm looking, I'm thinking maybe this hypnotist now. <laughs> I've met Tom Matthews already, but I still am super excited because and. I think that was my introduction to horror was uh, Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. That was when I really got into it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And I I talked to him for a while. What was the Midwest Monster Fest? I'm wearing the t-shirt right now. Yeah. A couple of years ago. Uh, That's where I met him. And I talked to him and uh, I can't think of names right now. But anyway, I talked to him for a while. He's a really cool guy. That's awesome. Yeah. 
That's one thing I liked about Halloween of Palooza too was like I know they're in a bigger space now, so I'm prepared for like a little bit more people, but like it never seemed swamped. It never seemed yeah. like crowded and like bustling. Like I do not do well at crowds. I am just mm-hmm. I'm one hundred percent not that that person. Um and I just I don't know. I kind of love that you could just wander up to people's tables and just hang out and chat with them. Yep. I, I hope uh, I hope even with the bigger scale, they don't, they don't that's lose that. That's how it was last year too. Sweet. Like, they even, a couple of, uh, what was it? The, uh, can't remember the guy's name. He was in some alligator movie. I don't <laughs> One of the guests came over and just hung out at our table. And talked to oh, him. really? Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh. Yeah, I'm super yeah. pumped. I mean, I'm pumped to meet all the Friday the Thirteenth people. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm pumped to talk to a couple of them about Thirteen Fanboy because I know, uh, I know Lar Park Lincoln and uh, Judy were both in it. Was Jennifer yeah. in it too? I can't remember. If she yes, was. I believe yeah. Jennifer was in it. Okay, and I mean, Judy Aronson has a pretty large role in that movie too. Like she, yeah, I don't want to spoil. What- no. Her role is in 13 fanboy, but she's like a pivotal part of that movie. And she's like, she's really good at it. She's a lot of fun in that Mm -hmm. movie. Her. And and it's tough to call her character in the movie because she's playing a version of herself. Yeah, (laughs) definitely a character. It's like, that's a big swing for that movie to take. And I want to talk to her a little bit about that too. Cause I know we talked to Deborah kind of in depth last year about the entire movie, but like, yeah. The swings that movie takes in the in the final act of the movie, like that's some, I don't know. It's I, bold. It's, it's a bold, bold yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm definitely looking forward to. Judy uh, Anderson also, was in Full House. <laughs> was she? Really oh my god. <laughs> that's I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a I'm gonna bring a Full House still for her to sign. <laughs> But like, was remember she that one of John Stamos's like girlfriends in the first season? Probably it's not that's <laughs> probably right. Uh, the other events, let's talk quickly about those here at uh Halloween Palooza. Uh, as I'm looking through here, Sam, you mentioned on Friday they're playing the Never Hike Alone, the mm-hmm. Ghost Cut, which is the basically like the extended version of Never, Never Hike Alone and Never Hike in the Snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be super cool. I've never seen the, the two together, and it's been a while since I've watched both of them, so that'll be yeah. Fun. Same. I thought there were three. We, I mean, we texted about this, but I was like, yeah, I'm stoked because I've never seen the third one. And you're like, I don't think there's a third one. I'm like, oh, so I have seen them both. I just, maybe it was wishful thinking. I just kind of hope that there's a third one in the works. <laughs> so. uh, Never Hike Alone 2 is is in the works right now. Is it? Okay. Uh, I believe that they're doing a Kickstarter for it. I they're think calling that's... it Never Hike Alone 2? Yeah. Oh, and Tom okay. Matthews is coming back in that one. Yeah. If you didn't breaking news to Sam, I guess. I am so behind like I dude, when I say like I have not watched most new horror movies, like I am so far behind. I am like I am not with the times this year. <laughs> uh another thing I'm kind of pumped for, Sam, we need to hit up. I'm just talking about our plans, I guess, for the weekend now. Uh yeah, that's okay. Insane That's Mike. what these people listen to. That's what that's what our viewers yeah. Listen for <laughs> uh, insane. Mike is doing trivia at nine o'clock on Friday. We should hit up Mike's, Mike's trivia. Yes, we should. And I get, get brutally destroyed in trivia by 
oh no, I dominate in useless knowledge competitions. I've got an encyclopedia of dumb factoids up here. As long as he asks the right questions, I guess. <laughs> Chopping mall only questions, please, Mike. <laughs> Mike Mike has a pretty uh, unique taste in movies. So the, this might I know, be that's some why challenging I'm like, I'm, horror I'm not, trivia. We're not going to do good at that at all. <laughs> uh, and then on Saturday, the film festival is going all day. Uh, so people out there listening that are going to be attending that uh AJ's film Attack of the 50 Foot Sphincter is playing during the the two o'clock block we figured out. So uh, we're gonna make sure to watch watch that again on uh, Saturday afternoon, which is gonna be oh, oh no, we're gonna miss no. I can see this we're movie gonna, with a crowd. Unfortunately, we're gonna miss it though, Sam. Wait, why? So people are because <gasps> that's when our podcast is, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, no. so, oh my re- god, we're directly competing with each other. We're- <laughs> Go watch the, that instead. Don't, don't yeah. come to ours. The yeah, cool well, thing about this new the new place where there, there's an actual theater in there. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, that's awesome. Big screen. Oh God. Last year, maybe we... our live podcast can be from the film. <laughs> It'll be a running audio commentary of all the films. That won't be annoying yeah. at all. No. <laughs> yeah. Last year we watched the uh, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show in there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's going to be That awesome. was an in, that was an insane. I mean, they didn't have a theater in the in the hotel, but that was an insane. I'd never done a Rocky Horror thing before. Oh really? <laughs> that was nuts. That was nuts. I I love that movie. I'd never seen it with a crowd before. <laughs> People are like, "You can't watch Rocky Horror alone." I'm like, "That's like the only way I've ever watched Rocky Horror." <laughs> I don't Dancing know anybody who will watch room. that. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know anybody who will watch that stupid movie with me. Like, <laughs> Everybody's like, what? <laughs> it's great. I love it. It is great. We're going to have to watch that again, Sam, in the theater. Now that we're not, not virgins to Rocky Horror, we can... Yeah, we can we cannot go through hazing and we can we can oh, fully God, be yeah, embraced the in the movie. Bring your oh. toast. Yeah. <laughs> uh two o'clock saturday is going to be our live podcast as well uh did we announce what we're doing yet um we might have we might not have either way we're going to do it Uh, i mean we'll do it now uh sam and i are bringing back an old concept of ours called the killer countdown uh where it's where we rank uh, an entire series of movies uh each of us getting a pick in a certain order from 13 to to one and the reason i say 13 Right? Because there's thir- no 12. There's 12 of these movies, right? Yes. I'm not yeah. crazy. Yeah, 12 there are of these 12. movies. We're going to rank from 12 to 1 the entire Friday the 13th series. Yeah. And so we there have, will. Um, I, I'm just going to warn listeners now like, Casey, I mean, well, you've kind of heard a little bit of this. Casey somehow reneged on his whole Jason Lives is the best Friday the 13th movie. So now I really don't know. Like, I was like, we at least have the same number one. And now he's calling Dude. out this final chapter bogus. And I'm like, okay. I'm also going to say, like, Freddy Krueger's my boy, and Freddy is in one of these movies. So. Oh, I think we both have that one pretty high up. <laughs> Could be number one. I don't know. It, uh, I don't know if I have a number one, but. but Could be. It's, it's up there. People will have to uh, come out. I was, I was 10 when that movie came out. That movie was an experience for me. <laughs> All the kids on the playground talked about it. Oh, God, I know. I heard about that for like six months, and I finally went over to someone's house whose parents were cool enough to let us rent it. 
and that movie grossed me the fuck mm -hmm. out. <laughs> I still like to this day. I I think of like Jason in the ground with his like beating heart exposed, and I still kind of like gag a little bit. Like I don't know why, but that visual ever since I was a kid just grossed me out so bad. <laughs> Love that movie. We should do a whole episode on that. Have we? Have we done an episode on we Freddy have, versus we have Jason? Not, but we're gonna do a, a live episode on the entire Friday the Thirteenth uh, series. Right. That's right. I'm going to ask this question before we move on. AJ, what's your favorite Friday the 13th movie? Oh, God. <laughs> I have trouble with favorites. I can tell you my favorite kill is from everybody's least favorite Friday the 13th movie. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, in Jason X, where he freezes that yeah! kill. Freeze yes! It's it. such a good kill. And I'm sorry, Jason X rules Jason X rules. It it's a really Battlestar yeah. Galactica episode yeah. with Jason in it what is not to love like yeah. oh, it's so good but other than, I guess my favorite one is see it's a toss -up. I really like Jason Lives but that's my favorite yeah by a mile <laughs> yeah that's probably yeah. it <laughs> yeah oh man Maybe I will rewatch Jason Takes Manhattan and have a complete 180 and it'll become my favorite because that movie's a piece of garbage and it's going to be the worst of the series. The, the worst okay. part about that is they're in a lake, right? <laughs> they're in a lake. <laughs> and they take the boat to Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you know that was established in the first seven movies? Crystal Lake is somehow attached to the, the Atlantic the Ocean. Ocean. <laughs> Okay, that movie might be dumb, <laughs> but like, I really, uh, I like parts. Of, I like a lot of parts of it, and I think it's, I think it's got one of the funniest endings. Um, I think it's hilarious that they drown him and he turns back into a kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he turns back into a normal kid. Like he's just also. I take, I take, I'm so glad that you at least say that this one's the worst of the franchise because there are a lot of people that would say Jason Goes to Hell is. And I'm sorry, it's the not. cold open of Jason Goes to Hell alone puts it like up further than highest. It's not a great movie, but that cold open is incredible. I love it. Mm -hmm. The final girl being an FBI agent and then like it's a trap for Jason. They just blow him straight up like, oh my God. They just could have stopped it right there. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Title card: Jason goes to hell, and that's it. I mean, it would have legitimately just delivered on what the title promised. Mm -hmm. He woke up, he chased a girl, and then the navy blew him to hell. <laughs> like uh, I'm going to wrap up Halloween of Palooza here quickly with uh, the last. I mean, we already talked about it. Last thing that they always do on Saturday night, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm -hmm. Like, super pumped for that. But I'm going to use a little transition to our uh, plugs for the show here. Because, I mean, all of us are very excited for both of these. Supercon, Halloween of Palooza, both coming up very soon. Get your tickets now for both. All three of us are going to be there. So say, say hi or don't say hi, whatever. We don't care. Uh, the last thing I'm going to say as our transition we're talking about friday the 13th we'll eventually talk about friday the 13th part one at our podcast sam but aj you worked with someone from friday the 13th part one yeah tell oh, us yeah. a little bit about that oh yeah 
Ari Lehman rhymes with demon. <laughs> <He's one guy. laughs> Uh, yeah, he was the devil in my newest movie, which I'm almost finished with. Uh, it's a movie about witches, and I'm showing like exactly what women were accused of in like the Dark Ages in Europe for w- witchcraft. You know, they're out in the woods kissing the devil's butthole, fornicating with the devil, <laughs> naked around the fire. And, yeah, uh, but yeah, Ari was awesome to work with uh his band first jason is in the movie too oh nice yeah got a song and i made a music video for him that was fun (laughs) what yeah oh uh, that's so rad dude and it's got it's got clips of the movie in it he wanted to do like a like the 80s style like show us playing on stage and then show clips of the movie in between oh hell yeah that's so cool Do you have is the music video out now? The music video is out. It's on okay. YouTube. You can go to First Jason's YouTube page and check that out. Uh, dude, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Yeah. I just I just got to I just got to help out and run camera on a on a music video shoot a few weeks ago. First time I'd done a music video shoot. Yeah. It's so much fun, dude. Like yeah. I love it. <laughs> it. Like the energy of a music video shoot is like it's a different beast than than like a normal film shoot, and I just I don't know I thrived in it. I was like, yeah, I want to keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. You can get creative with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, we're gonna use this as our segue to plugs. AJ, thank you so much for coming yeah. on. This is this Thanks has been awesome. Me. Uh, like I said before the show, uh, we need to have you back on and teach us the ways of trauma because, like I said, I'm a newbie. <laughs> Sam, oh, is, I'm definitely like, a newbie. Yeah, needs to dip his toes in it, and uh, uh, we we need someone to lead us lead us through the trauma right. yeah. yeah, we'll do a Tromeo sure. and Juliet episode. Yeah. Sometime. <laughs> <laughs> well, AJ, where can people uh, follow you online and all the stuff that you're doing, and uh, where can they check out your new film that's going to be coming out soon? Okay, uh, hodgebob.com is my website, H O J B O B, uh, and Hodgebob Productions on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck it is now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, uh, on Instagram. Uh, all of my movies are streaming on Troma now. Uh, they're also around, like, uh, I think my first one is on, uh, I don't know. Just Google it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, uh, a couple of them were pirated too, so you can Google oh, that. And yeah. find those all over the uh, watch the watch the paid version, people. Don't dump yeah, the pirate. Yeah, yeah. The, the new one. Is, Give trauma your like three bucks a month. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four ninety nine. The first month is free. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, uh, so the new movie i'm hoping to have blu-rays by halloween oh hell yeah yeah. get those on the website hodgebob.com that's awesome awesome well and what's the what's the new movie called oh uh lust magic and the witch's sabbath yeah hell yeah that's a dope title (laughs) that's a really cool title i've been seeing the the like behind the scenes posts and stuff and like i'm I'm pumped for this dude like it's gonna be cool i'm excited yeah it's my first serious movie i mean it's got some funny stuff in it and everything but like we went full on like we're gonna take this movie seriously oh so this is like your lords of salem yeah yeah this is like where you're like (laughs) 
yeah I mean, show us some I just, shit yeah i mean there's still like over the top blood spray and shit mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It, it, the second half of the movie almost gets to like the soft core porn kind of thing <laughs> but, like, it's, but it's still like a serious movie <laughs> yeah very nice yeah, we are pumped to pumped to check it out. We'll talk about it on the show. Like, definitely, like, oh, yeah. uh, cool. we'll talk about it when we when we check it out too. So, yeah, go go follow everything uh, AJ's doing over there at Hodgebob. Uh, we're pumped to to be playing Attack of uh, of the Fifty Foot Sphincter from Space at SuperCon. It's gonna it's gonna tear the house down. Sioux Falls is not gonna be ready for a <laughs> for for space buttholes. So that's for sure. Yep. All right, Sam. Well, wanna give us the plugs for our show, and then we will wrap things up for the night. Yeah. All right. Well, if you like this and you're not watching live and you're waiting until Friday, you can subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, at least until 2024, from what Casey's telling me. Google's going away. Yeah. Well, not Google itself. Google's not going anywhere. Google <laughs> Google's Pod- gone. <laughs> okay. Google's gone. It's bad. <laughs> Breaking news. No, Google Podcasts is actually going away at the end of the year. It's, it's going to get turned into YouTube music. I'm sure they'll call it YouTube podcast or something at that yeah, point. But. Yeah, which makes sense because Google owns YouTube, blah, 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 all that. Yeah, whatever. so for the meantime, Google <laughs> podcast still eventually, whatever that turns into, will still be there. Cool, yeah. Um, you can also check out our merch on tpublic.com. We've got some cool t-shirt designs. Um, I'm kind of hoping to uh, put up like an October exclusive. I'm working on a little bit of a design. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Keep, uh, keep an eye out for some T public stuff. Uh, we've got three really cool st- uh, designs up right now. Uh, so, you know, rep your favorite horror podcast. Um, and you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And I'm still calling it Twitter. I don't care. Just search screams from the basement. Um, and yeah, we'll be on, we'll be on all of those platforms until they go the way of MySpace, And then we'll find new platforms to inform your ear holes about new episodes and stuff we'll rejoin vine and we'll only be on <laughs> yeah. Vine from from that point forward <laughs> yeah we're bringing back vine baby <laughs> bringing it back <laughs> all right well let's wrap this thing up thank you all for listening this has yeah. been uh, this has been a blast hope to see yeah. every one of those listeners out there at uh either supercon or halloween apalooza or both why not why not both? yeah uh, AJ again thank you so much for coming yeah, on thanks, can't man. wait to, to talk to you this weekend and uh, have a hell of a good time at Supercon so thank you again yep thank you alright All right. Sam give us a sign off thanks for tuning in everybody and sweet screams you're listening to the prescribed films podcast network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.